This is a, this is a big deal. Yeah? This is a big deal. Why, why is it a big I deal? Need, I feel like I want a footstool right now. I'm gonna go big. I can just go big, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah please get go. Get a footstool. Get a footstool. Continue. What's up? Yeah, no, I'm honored. <laughs> hey, hey, Lizzie. Hey, this, and I'm straight out of South Africa. My job is to make your days a little bit brighter and the weight of the world a little bit lighter. Giving you a direct perspective through the lens of how I see the world. Get the inside scoop on some of the coolest locals I've met here in Santa Barbara, Barbara. So sit back, back, relax. Check out Liz. Get down to Liz. you by Lulu Famer. The famous swimwear has been seen on Hollywood's most famous bodies like Beyonce Knowles, Shakira and Kate Hudson. If you're looking for a fun, cute Lulu Famer swimsuit, check out Bikini Factory in Summerland. This podcast is brought to you by Pandora Music. With Pandora, you explore your vast love for music. Just drop the name of your favorite songs and let Pandora do the rest. I use it every day from waking up in the morning, going to school, or even hitting the gym. So what are you waiting for? Get your free 30-day subscription of Pandora Music today. This podcast is brought to you by Daily Method, a place I go every day. Well, almost. The Daily Method is honestly the best bar and cycle fitness class ever. The Daily Method has given me peace and awareness in my everyday life. They focus on alignment, strength results, and better posture. With over 60 studios ranging all over the United States, the team at Daily Method has raised over 60,000 to date for good causes around the world. At the Daily Method, you get a total workout, your body sculpted, mind sharpened, and overall daily attitude transformed. Oh, did I mention I go there every day? (laughs) Well, almost. They now offer new, unlimited online streaming workout classes. Enjoy a short, 30-minute, innovative, and experienced workout with Jill Daly and their other top-of-the-line leading instructors. Most of my podcasts are going to be interviewing people. I did podcasts uh, more of myself, yeah, very vague. And I actually enjoyed podcasting about my story, but now I want to do something different where I interview cool locals in Santa Barbara, and Rogan happens to be one of them. So, so let's get the show on the road. Rogan, so where did you grow up? They might use cigarettes. Sorry. No cigarettes in the studio. So anyway, I'm homegrown. I'm Santa Barbara, born and raised. Didn't you want to leave Santa Barbara? Oh, it's a trap. It is? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, I've left Santa Barbara a couple times. I went to New York for a while recently, and I've lived in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Been in L.A. for a little while when I was younger. So I've, like, tested it out. (laughs) <laughs> it's true what they say, like Santa Barbara like is a place, it's hard to 
not come back to. But I figured, like, if the world is the iPhone, the Santa Barbara would be the place where you charge back up. Yeah. And you can go back out and yeah. have full. So right now I'm in that charging mode right now. And getting getting your shit together. <laughs> Very much so. Especially <laughs> over the past six months, like, it's hyper growth. It's yeah, very yeah. cool. So, um... Rolling back, so how, tell me about Nashville and then tell me about New York, I wanna know. Okay, well Nashville, I got really heavy into music and that was in my like just straight rapping days. MySpace was big back then, mm -hmm. like 2008, 2007 or something. Uh, so I was like 21, no, between like 18 to 20 or something. But basically like put my music out, blew up on MySpace before like Soldier Boy and all those guys came out. Yeah. Um, and Soldier Boy, you man. Remember that? You remember that? Soldier Boy, Tell Sean Kingston blew up from there. A lot of people blew up on MySpace. And before that really happened, I was right before all that, and I was number one on MySpace mm -hmm. in like a few music categories. And uh, it was cool. And like, like I got some opportunities. I had family in Nashville, and they're like, "You should come try it out in Nashville, do some music." I, I had this big vision. I was gonna go out there and be this like hip hop mobile superstar. And I realized that they like country music out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was a shock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, which was like the best thing that could have happened because it was like literally, I had to learn how to reapproach music in a different way and learn how to write a song. Like, yeah. Like not just rap a song, but actually write, like learn what goes into writing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was out there, did the whole server job thing, which was cool, and uh, decided to come back to California because I got really into, before I left, I got into like the secret and things like that, like how to use law of attraction in your life. Yeah. Um, Do you believe in that stuff? I believe in that big yeah. time, yeah. But I believe in a lot of other things too. I believe, you know, I believe it's all, there's many aspects to it. Law of attraction is one of them, but that mm -hmm. was, that did introduce me to the game pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. you know? And so that really helped. And then I just started writing down like some goals and I ended up meeting this lady on the plane when I took a vacation from Nashville back to Cali mm -hmm. and her name is Dee Dee Watkins and uh, she's an amazing woman and she started the vision books uh, with Jack Canfield back in that day mm -hmm. and like I was a huge Jack Canfield fan because he was on The Secret and wrote Chicken Soup in the Soul and I knew he was local here in Santa Barbara Yeah. and uh, I met Dee Dee on a plane like I missed my plane earlier it was really weird I was in this like pissed off I don't know like Two hours had passed when I was in Little Goleta Airport back then, and I ended up having to take another flight, and I got sat in the back, and I met Dee Dee Watkins. See, things happen for a reason, right? yeah? Right? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So I met her, and, like, we were just talking, and I showed her my music, and I was listening to, like, what she was doing, and it turns out she had, like, this Oprah magazine uh, on the flight, and she was telling me about how she started this product with Jack Canfield, mm -hmm. and I was like, no way, like... Let me be your music guy. Like this is awesome. Mm -hmm. And like I was, and this is when I was at a crossroads. If I was going to stay in Nashville after yeah. a couple years, like with no plan, I didn't know how I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. I said I'm going to move back to California and I want to be involved in the vision books. So that next week, I was at Jack Canfield's house doing an interview on camera, like talking with him and Dee Dee and Patty and all the people that were involved in that. Mm -hmm. The reason, the flight back where I met Dee Dee, like the reason I went to California was because I read this interview on uh, email with T-Pain back in the day mm -hmm. and that he uses Logic Pro. And I was like, I want to use Logic Pro. I love what, he was hot back then. I was like, I want to learn how to make my own stuff too. So I spent like all my money to get a plane ticket 
and enroll in a one-week private class of Logic, uh, Pro. of Logic Pro with a guy who wrote the book for Apple. Yeah, yeah. And so like every day I would drive to LA and back to Santa Barbara while I was on this vacation or whatever back. Yeah. And I learned Logic Pro and still all the principles I learned in that like week boot camp I use today. That's interesting. It was like I knew I needed to write songs. Yeah. I learned how to really produce or engineer a session. And then I came back for good and started that chapter. So I guess that's the end of Nashville. It's crazy. I, I mean, it's honestly so crazy <laughs> how these years have gone. Like I I've know. been here for four years and I'm like, what did I do in four years? You know, but <laughs> like, it's crazy. You've been back for a year and a half. So what made you come back to Santa Barbara from New York? Mm, New York went really good. Like I left at an interesting time. I had a lot of momentum. I put out a music video about a six months before I went to New York yeah. without knowing I was going to go to New York. And New York was just incredible. I mean, yeah. it's a city, like, literally, it doesn't sleep. It is a jungle. Everybody's hungry. Yeah. Like, it's a whole different mindset. Like, you go out there to, like, make it for yourself. Like, no yeah. one's going to do it for no you. No one's going to do it for you. do it on your own. Yeah. And it, it's very inspiring to, like, see all the other people that have that same state of mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really makes you see a bigger world outside mm -hmm. of, like, what Santa Barbara may provide. Santa Barbara, I feel like me being here for four years, you you get you get so comfortable in life here. Life is just like it's not easy, but it's like so pleasant, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's so, so easy it's like it's super easy to go on cruise control here. Yeah. It's yeah, like sure. and you can't blame anybody for that, but in the same respect I think going to New York definitely gave me I've always been like really dedicated towards the music, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but New York set me on like a whole different level. It's like a grad. It's like I raised up in Mario, like yeah. to a different level. And I was like, and when I came back here, you know, that was a uh, that was tough to see how slow things were moving. Yeah. Compared to where I was at. Yeah. But it was exactly what I needed because I had a lot of growing up to do before yeah, I go back to so New York next year. Why did you choose music out of like? in the entertainment industry, if you want to say? Like, was it just because you're passionate about music or was there a specific reason why you chose music? Like, I got blessed that I had a supportive mom in that way where she realized like, whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go all in with it. And she believed in me that I'd be successful. I think when I was younger, I was always, had the mind state, I wanna be the best at whatever I do. That's mm -hmm. changed to like not being competing with others, but more just now like I want to be the best I can be at mm -hmm. whatever I do. But back then it was like I just want to be the best no matter what. Yeah. And so I played sports and like I thought I was going to go to college or pros for baseball or basketball. I don't think there was a year I ever played competitively. We didn't win the championship or the league or something. Mm -hmm. So like I, I was always I had a competitive spirit. I wanted to be the best when I find something that really intrigues me, which mm -hmm. definitely was in school at that time, uh, like I would go all in. I had a bad injury with my knee when I was younger mm -hmm. from a random pickup game of football and it tore all my cartilage, meniscus, kind of ruined my sports career. At that time I was doing, I wasn't showing up to school. I was enrolled at school, but I never went, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Put my mom through some tough Do times on that one. you regret that? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, no, I mean, I don't regret it. Like, oh, so you just, it's you're not, just not, you're not a everyone. school person. I wasn't like a controlled environment, like learn how to take a test, study this, learn that, what we tell you to do, and then fill out a bubble for your SAT or whatever, you know, yeah. like that. And I went to a continuation program where I had a teacher called Mr. Grew, and he knew I wasn't interested in school. So I feel bad, but my mom filled out all the like the 
paperwork. I had to do like the basic stuff, and he just let me write reports on Eminem. And that's uh, so cool. So that's how you got that's into how I, music. That's how I. That's kind of like yeah. That's so out of sports. I know that in the music. I know that you are a producer, so I want to ask it, like a couple of questions. So first question is, I know that your business is, as you can say, is called gift wrap. Mm -hmm. I want to know how did that, how did that name come about, gift wrap? Gift wrap. Oh man, it honestly came about when I was like 15 or 16, and I started getting into music, like just like messing around with my best friend at the time, Richard, mm -hmm. in his house, and it came to me in a dream, and it was, and I remember it vividly, what it stood for, and it just kind of embodied like a a goal that I still still don't even believe I fully reached, but. What gift wrap stands for, it's not spelled with a W, it's G-I-F-T-R-A-P. Yeah. And it stands for gratitude, imagination, focus, trust, realize, or realization of awareness and presence. Okay. And so that was like, became my mantra that I wanted to put into everything in my life, but yeah. especially music. And uh, I always felt like it was, like when I, you gift wrap a present, that's kind of like the last strings, it's the bow you put yeah. on something that's already there. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of is like a self-manifestation because uh -huh. it's like these artists or people I work with even including yourself like you guys have all the gifts I'm just kind of here to like wrap up the present and, and, and put the and bow produce on it, it right produce it yeah. you know kind of like help co-create it you know? yeah, yeah yeah and could you say like because so this is the thing is when I think of a producer obviously you produce things so I wanted to know because I've listened to a lot of your music and I could say that you are kind of a DJ, but um, but I know that, like you said, you produce a lot of stuff. So, are you an aspiring artist, or what's the deal? Like, could so so you a producer, but are you a DJ as well? Like, what's what's yeah, the, I think it all what's the what's the difference for you? That's a really good question and really relevant to like this day and age's music. Yeah. Um, so how I like to think of it, and it's like I said, it always comes off so like sometimes arrogant, and I'm, so I'm trying to like reframe it in a way that's not, but I literally like kind of do it all. Like from the beginning to the end, mm -hmm. like I've had to learn how to be the artist, right? And learn how to make the music, make the beats, mix the beats, mm -hmm. write the song, write the vocals, record the vocals, mix the vocals, mm -hmm. finish the song, you know, kind of had to learn how to do everything. Not to say I do everything the best, but just in any area, I think you should always know what goes into it. So when you're ready and you have other people that are in that zone that can take over certain tasks for you, like engineering. You know, I had some good teachers early. Uh, one of my best friends at the time, Seth Allen, really taught me a lot of stuff on engineering and just being in the studio and the vibe and etiquette. and. I just kind of picked up from people here and there. I had a really good friend back then, Merrick, who taught me like he was producing beats and I wasn't back then and mm -hmm. we were making tracks. So I like picked up little things from people and I just decided like nobody's gonna do anything for me. Right? Like yeah. nobody's gonna do this for me. Yeah. Like nobody everybody's in their own world and I get it, I respect it. I gotta learn how to do it myself. And so basically I just went into boot camp mode with myself and just learned how to do it. So Yes, I produce, 
there's a lot of misconception these days about producers um, I think in beat makers yeah some people really make amazing beats yeah and some people don't make the beats but they produce meaning they find the the areas that like you know maybe a guitar player and a mixer in this like a movie producer or something they find all the areas and they bring it together so it's a very like delicate question I feel like I make the beats I find the people if I need to find the people or I'll do it myself mm -hmm. like, the way I look at producers kind of like a co-creator to take an idea and make it into something tangible that yeah. can be listened to or yeah I mean that makes a lot of sense now um, <laughs> um, and so like what's your end goal what's your end goal to leave the earth better than when I found it well I think that's everyone's end goal but like I what is so. Rogan's end goal like what do you like aspire to like with your music what's your end goal with your music do you want to produce singers and music artists in hollywood or do you want to <laughs> you know I've done produce that. like uh you know help yeah, people like young with... talent emerging exactly i yeah. mean like you help me with my podcast and stuff like is this is this what you want to do i think it's or, super like, fulfilling I, I mean i think over the time that i've been blessed to be able to call music like my only profession that I like work on day in and day out. I've met some just amazing, talented people in all areas, and I feel audio is so relevant with these podcasts and music and soundtracks and like just dialogue in movies or anything. Audio is just so relevant everywhere um, that I wanted to play a part and put down my ego of, like that it's all about me and the artist because I know I can do it. And the toughest thing is people are like, why aren't you famous yet? I know, I ask you that question all the time. I'm like, I think I get that three times a week from Why aren't you famous? Your music's so good. Like, I appreciate it, though. <laughs> but I really do appreciate it. But it used to get to me so bad because it's like, I'd start thinking that myself. Why am I not famous yet? Only until, like, honestly, even recently, I realized why. And that's because I don't want to do it alone. I don't want to just be cooped up somewhere alone and it all depends on me and my efforts. Like, I want to share it with good people that have good hearts, good intentions, and budding talent. And I like working with more established people as well, you know, when I get the opportunities and I think that will be more and more. But it's fun to take somebody that's like on the come up, on the verge, and, and just be a part of that growth and yeah. share some of my mistakes and my experience with them and my tools or whatever and then help co-create something that's of like value mm -hmm. you know and some that's high quality and it's like 12 years in the making since i started this music thing to get to this point where i realized yeah. like it's not about me yeah that's a long lesson i hope that people who listen to this will like take that in for their own areas of life yeah well um i feel like that's a good place to take a break take and a for and um Rogan to play some of his great tunes. We've been speaking about his music. Maybe he'll play one of my faves in that. Let's do it. We'll be right back. BRB.
really enjoyed those sick tunes, those sick beats <laughs> from Rogan. Um, so I'm going to ask him, where do you get your inspiration from? I don't know, man. I, I'm weird. Like, I'm not a super, like, I don't, I listen to music in a different way now. It's weird. It's like any kind of profession anybody does when you get to know the ins and outs of it, I think you see it differently. Yeah. You appreciate it or not appreciate it as much. So, like, when it's a really good song, like, it's weird. Like, when I hear music, I see Logic Pro or the program I work on, and I dissect it for the most part. I'd say 80 to 90% of the time. But isn't that, like, isn't that um, annoying? Because, like... It can be. Because every time you hear something, you want to pick it apart. And well, yeah. I can... I do it in a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. It's more of, like, in a way, I like to reverse engineer it in my head. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll do a follow-up where somebody could see me making a beat, like, in 30 minutes or something and see how I work. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like that's a palette for my life. You know, like, that's how I live my life in setting... Like, now, setting up a plan and arrangement. So when I hear anything in life, I always like to take it in but yeah when I hear stuff that's super popular maybe um, and just like in my opinion real low grade or not sometimes it's confusing mm -hmm. you know some of the I like trap music but some of the trap music and some of this other stuff I've heard before and I won't name any specific person but I've heard it and not been that impressed and didn't understand why it was so popular yeah um, and so like times like that it sucks but then it also is so amazing because when I hear somebody like, you know, Bonavere or Francis and the Lights or Kanye West or Eminem's with his lyrical presence, like, I can appreciate it so much more than just being a listener mm -hmm. because I realize, and it inspires me, it makes me just want to come to the studio and see if I can emulate something like that. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know yeah, what I mean? So it's like, it's the best of both worlds and the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I... I don't, I mean, you know this because we've been mates for a bit, but, um... Mates. Uh, mates. We've been mates. <laughs> mates. Um, so, <laughs> I'm actually really picky on the music that I listen to. Oh, I know. So, oh, if I, I don't, like, like something, I mean, I think this goes for <laughs> everyone. You don't really listen to it. Yeah. And so, my favorite genre of music is house. Okay, coming from South Africa, house is very different from house in the states and then i also learned that oh, yeah. it's like tropical house and so deep house and deep house, cool and, all side house and, and all of this and different stuff light minimal blah house and i i I'm honestly future house your music and the stuff that you've sent to me and asked me to listen to i play in my everyday like life like one of your tracks that you sent me that I said that it sounds like palm trees, I sent you a video and I said, oh, it sounds like palm trees. Um, I listen to that all the time. Like it's one of it's on my workout playlist and so like your music is like some of the music best music that I've actually heard. I'm not trying to make your head bigger, but that's So that's a that's a uh, true story. And so what I wanted to ask you is like what makes your like tropical house or whatever mm -hmm. you do it different from other DJs because yeah like what makes it different could I, I actually go out of my way to listen to your stuff so do you feel it like gives you a different feel than other yeah, stuff it's a different feel and the beats are really good um I feel and sometimes like when I listen to your stuff it kind of reminds me of Kygo 
Oh, cool. One of the best. <laughs> I love Kylo. One of my favorite. But, like, I feel like you up there with him. And so, Thank I know you, you get a little bit like, why aren't you famous? I'm not asking you why aren't you famous. <laughs> it's okay. And it's like, I feel like you're up there with him, but I want to know why, how is your music different to other DJs, if you have an answer for that? Yeah, I think it all comes down maybe to uh, circumstances and decisions. Like, he was discovered by this guy Miles, if, you know, you could probably Google the story of that, but, you know, he made a good, strong presence on SoundCloud and debuted a sound, and he was discovered, and kind of like how Justin Bieber was discovered by Scooter Braun and they were through YouTube and this guy believed in it and put all his resources and he's up and coming into this artist and really kind of handled I think more the business end because okay. Kygo I know came from a background more like me mm -hmm. he works with Logic even you know where he was just making beats like making music and putting stuff out uh, and younger and he's in Norway whatever happened like he got some attention and he well deserved because he's amazing um, and somebody believed in him and they handled that other side of the business to get him to I think a platform and say you know you should start DJing this stuff and by the time he was doing that they were getting some good gigs and I think the music was so quality for Kygo that it took him to a different stratosphere and that sound was ready to happen mm -hmm. and he was leading that forefront um, around the same time like I've listened to spiritual music and Caribbean music and everything like throughout my life and ethnic music and like it was he was inspiring to me to hear like some of the you know the pan flutes and and synthesized stuff and just the snaps and like these elements he'd bring in and it was cool because it's like great minds do think alike mm -hmm. and sometimes it happens at the same time and it's that person's turn and I think with my stuff my biggest downfall of why I'm not famous is because I haven't been releasing my stuff publicly mm -hmm. over the years, yeah. um, especially recently. And like, I, I try to do two beats a day. Like, so I got about four to 5,000 songs in my catalog. That's going to lead into my, I'm not going to unveil it too soon, but I will tell it on my on this podcast, like what my plans are towards the end. Yeah. And basically I just want to reapproach my music and the way that people will consume it in a little newer way that has been done before. Yeah. Because everybody can make some cool beats. You know, not everybody can find somebody like Miles or Scooter Braun like to push them to start DJing and get them gigs. And then, you know, I haven't found that person or whatever. And I may never find him. I may have to be that person. Yeah. So I have to always think nobody's going to do it for me. If it happens, like, and it's a team, that's cool. It's hot in these streets, man. It is. It's so hot in these streets. It is, <laughs> you know, and I got to give it up to the Scandinavians, man. Like, I love Scandinavians. They work so fucking diligently, so hard. They're so precise. Like, there's a reason why they make it. There's a reason why they're taking over in pop music and especially, like, electro and dance music and house. It's because, like, dude... They're amazing. Like, so, I'm an American, Irish guy. Like, I I try to blend all these worlds, like, different styles of music together. And I guess to, like, wrap back up and answer that question, it's like, I don't know. I'm not famous yet, probably because I haven't put anything out yeah. yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I'll just drop three, six, five. Remember those three letters? <laughs> Numbers? Um, and uh, I'll continue on that later. And I'll tell you what's about to be happening. So, continue. And so, Good question. Um, I know that 
obviously music's your passion you've got what well, how many you like four thousand songs or yeah. something to your name um do you this might sound like such a stupid question but <laughs> never do you want to have a career in music or do you want to just kind of have this as like a thing that you're passionate about and you just do on your free time and like fucking work in an <laughs> office kind of thing um music is always going to be a part of my life and I guess if you had to strip it all down and say you get one option out of these two options one is that music is going to be your job but the downside is you may not enjoy it forever but you have a promised career here and the other option would be you may never make it but you get to make music and it could help people or make you happy if I had to choose one of those options it would 100% be I'm going to just make music mm -hmm. I just want to make music mm -hmm. I love making music but yeah of course music is going to be a very central part of my it is a central part of my life plan and kind of like the epicenter yeah. of it all that's going to branch out it'll be the seed that branches for sure yeah because it's everything music is everything it's the universal language it really is um it's the only thing people from different cultures like us can yeah, speak and we know i mean like you from you from here and i'm from south africa mm -hmm. and i came here not minding my own business kind of thing and we met we Just minding my own business while you guys here. What's up? And we <laughs> met through like certain circumstances yeah. and stuff like that. But what connected I feel, us, I think, and, I think and made us mates. Yeah, made was, us mates. It was definitely the music. <laughs> but um, yeah. like, and also the fact that you always like hit me up and like Liz, listen to this, like, and put things on my flash drive that um, quick side note got stolen. <laughs> In my my flash drive got stolen. My flash drive got stolen. Oh, in my that's car. horrible. So Maybe you guys will get all my songs <laughs> earlier because I gave her an exclusive list. Yeah, she. This is new information to it, me right yeah, here. Yeah, it got stolen. Okay, in my car. that's good to know. So hopefully a homeless person <laughs> is listening. To I sure some, hope so, man. Listening Maybe to it'll... some tunes of Rogan, but um. And they have laptops these days. I've right. seen it. Everyone has laptops. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like walking down the street to see a homeless guy. He's just got this I'm new Mac. I'm like, oh. I don't understand. It's kind of balling right there. I'm like walking down stage street. <laughs> and like homeless people have. Just popping out the iPhone. Like, what's up? Just checking my social media. Seriously. <laughs> Making sure but, Pablo uh, down the street doing good. But yeah, so I yeah. just like it, it means a lot to me that you you go out of your way and you ask me to listen to your stuff. I respect your you, opinion cause, for sure. Because you. You know, my opinion means so much. It does. <laughs> You're a professional listener. Uh, I'm a professional listener. But, um, but yeah, so that is that. That is that. You know, <laughs> so I guess to wrap that point, just, yeah, like, and I hope to take that with anybody I meet in life. I've just noticed the common thread of everything with music is that it's the vibe. And part of, I think DJing down the road is... I'm open to it because I think it's cool to like read the room and figure out what to play to get people excited or anything, get yeah. them in the mood. Like I do that in the production room yeah. now with like artists or like people that are just in here chilling. And it's like, I am kind of like DJing live or whatever. Yeah. And I got a lot of respect for it, but I just haven't taken that leap yet, but it's definitely been on my mind formulating. Um, I don't know if you want me to put this in, but when is your show? Because I know you have like a mm. a big show coming out. TBA. 
Okay. <laughs> Big so, TBA. So tell me no, about but, that because um, I want to know because I want to. Yeah, be it could happen at any. It, it could. Ha- yeah, correct. It could happen at any time. Like honestly, like right now. My show. I guess it's just not top priority. In a way, I will have a show, and it'll mm-hmm. be an everyday show, and yeah. I'll tell you guys about that. But it may not be a traditional like go see me at a club. Mm-hmm. But maybe uh, you'll be able to tune in for, like through. But like, why don't you? I feel like arenas. you have so much. You have so much to give. So like, why not start your own podcast? Where you Funny talk. you say that. <laughs> like, why you talk? You, like, it would be so cool if you right. like spoke to artists and like you have so many friends that are making other songs behind the scenes and stories of the song seriously that'd be cool and do like videos and stuff in the studio and like your you you know your your vision maybe do a live set right in there set up the dj booth and like do like a a vision of like what what's coming out and like i feel like that would be awesome are you telling me to start a podcast right now i feel like maybe i should start a podcast maybe uh this is the no i've thought about it for sure, um, and I, I'm going to be starting one. And I because think because I feel like you, you've been I, sending me like emails. I feel like I'm going to be top rated podcast right behind Liz Means Biz. Yeah, Liz Means Biz will be. But Liz. I'll be very happy, happy second place. I'll Liz, tell you Liz. that I'll be stoked. <laughs> but I feel like you've been, you send me no. podcasts and stuff all the time. I'm about obsessed. Things. That's my new form of soundtracks and, and music. It's actually really interesting because right. I when I came here, I mm-hmm. never even knew what podcast was, and um and Shani. Yeah. Um was like why don't you do a podcast and talk about your life and that's how I started yeah but now it's like a different it's a different vibe because I'm actually really passionate about it and my major in school is communication so as you guys can tell I'm super into talking I talk so much I can talk about so you can talk about anything and everything at any time at any place (laughs) with anybody but um now you're a really good talker, and you're you you ask great questions, by the way. So I'm gonna acknowledge you. For that. Um, that makes that means a lot to me sure. because I was actually pretty nervous because this is my first like. Yeah. It, I can't say like proper podcast because I've interviewed people, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is like my first like passionate podcast. Ooh, a passionate podcast. Yeah, like it's like we've worked, but we've mm-hmm. worked so hard. Like, Absolutely. With your sounds and like my my voice and everything yeah. like you've like opened up a door for me where I'm like I'm fucking stoked on doing this like hey. this is gonna be my life like yeah. I wanna do a podcast or I wanna be on the radio or I wanna do like hosting or something like that so and you will I it will it. happen but um do you have anything else to tell the oh. gang yeah, well, I think we should uh, maybe play everybody that one song that makes you feel like palm trees. So oh, take a quick yeah, break. My, palm, my palm trees song. Your palm tree song? Yeah, let's, let's, take, let's, let's take, take a, a quick break. Let's take another quick break, peeps, and we'll be back. Let's check this out. In, uh, 0.5. We'll, and then shit's about to get real. Shit's about to get real. Shit's about to get real. <laughs> All right.
back. Did you like that song about palm trees? <laughs> I don't know what it is about that song, but it reminds me of like a tropical destination and palm trees, which is, I don't know. Like Santa Barbara palm trees? Or are we talking about like no, Fiji palm no, trees? No, I'm feeling like Fiji, Bahamas. Oh, yeah. like, I'm going to get an island like, on Fiji one like, day. I like swear to God. Being on the beach, right? drinking mimosas, mm -hmm. you know, waking up drinking mimosas and like, having a good time. I feel like that's the song. That's, that's the song. It hits the nail on the head. Bro, he's just drinking sparkling limeade because he doesn't drink anymore. So I'm like, what's up? I like hanging out with people when, sometimes, when they drink and then like I could just sip on something pretend like I am. And it's like, ah, what's up? And like, really, I get to just be goofier with like an excuse. Yeah, straight up, I love it. But, um... <laughs> But Rogan. Damn, are you ready? This podcast is gonna blow up. You're gonna blow up. We just stepped, <laughs> we just stepped we just stepped out real quick. I gotta mention this. And Lizzie just went ham in the paint and like sent off our ad to Pandora. Got response, duh. Mm -hmm. She's about to be on. You know, you have to hustle in these streets. Gotta hustle in these online hustle. streets. You they have are to rigged. Hustle on these online streets. <laughs> but um so um bros. What's up? Quick last minute questions before our oh, great, great podcast. I know you have school until you blow this up and have enough money to continue <laughs> this full time. Our All right, great podcast ends. Um, I want to know what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? <sighs> Just relentlessly like pursuing passion, you know, in a direction that, like, I guess, it, all right, my mission. <laughs> What gets me out of bed is just doing better than I did yesterday mm -hmm. and hopefully meeting somebody or getting out of my comfort zone to where I can learn more and be better and help more people. That's it. And then just see people win. I like seeing people win. Like, that's awesome to me. So that's my mission every day is just to win and be around winners. That's it. And then just see people <laughs> win. I like seeing trademark. Whoops, trademark. On the spot, trademark. That's awesome. But, um, no, I hear you, and I feel like, do you get people out of bed in the morning? I... What gets you out of bed every morning? Hmm. <laughs> to be quite honest, school. School? <laughs> I have to get right? out of bed like? in school. <laughs> um, which is actually great, because I don't have school in the next, I finish the semester. But, um, I get out of the my bed each morning because I am stoked on meeting new people Nice. and also interviewing new people. Is that weird? That's awesome. What do you think you get out of like interviewing people? It, interviewing people is interesting to me because you get to know them better <laughs> and you don't know like what they will say, like podcasts are like really raw even though you like edit like some conversations stuff and and just you, yeah it's conversations and you get to know people more and things like that and um like i said this is my passion i love this i love talking to people and it's interesting for me and so like interviewing you tonight yeah, it's really it's really awkward for me because I honestly like you know me, Lizzie. Like I don't like talking about myself that much. I'm very pretty I quiet know, and reserved. I know you don't. Like I, I don't. And the fact that you agreed to podcast with me and world exclusive. <laughs> and actually, and actually talk about a lot of stuff that's 
I, I, sh- I feel like I should be paying you a hundred bucks an hour or something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. If you guys haven't even seen that video, you should see Check it. Check it out. So hilarious. And then watch the Kanye West fade video, because that was good. Yeah, but anyway. you ladies have to agree. The girl in that brain. music video has the best body that I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And if that's not your inspiration, Girls. then something's wrong with you. Yeah, I'm just saying, it used to be like the curvy body and all that shit. Mm. But now that music video came out and I go to the gym every fucking day because I'm like, I need to get a stomach like that. And I need to get a butt like that. Damn. That's all oiled up and shit. That doesn't look, that does not look realistic at all, but that's what I want. Hashtag baby oil. <laughs> all day. All, all day. Fame. <laughs> but um, this has been such a fun podcast with Rogi. Rogi Pants. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your new project. Is it 364 or 365? I feel like there's years that there's 365 days, right? Am I wrong? In a, in Maybe a, I can in a year? Yeah. Yeah. 364, 365. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, all right, so 365 is super interesting. It's uh, the culmination of my 12 years of music. Mm-hmm. The 4,000 songs actually being utilized and narrowed down. Uh, what I'm going to do, man, I'm just going to tell you guys. I'm setting a date. The date will be announced soon. And from that date on, for the next 365 days, I'll be putting out one song a day. Mm-hmm. A company, and it will be immediately available for you guys on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, everywhere the same day. I got a distribution deal Fucking for that. Fucking Pandora, just hashtag that. Kind of my favorite station. I love Pandora. No, fuck, I love Pandora. <laughs> I, like, I like that they bring things, yeah, it's awesome. Random choices of what you like with that algorithm is genius. Anyway. So I'm gonna drop a project every day. Here's what's unique about it though. Each month is gonna be a genre, or I may go down to each week and rotate, but let's just say each Wait, month is- pause. Pause. We just had to pause him for a second. It's about to, I'm about to go, mine. No. <laughs> Listen to this. I, I've been, this just is- a, Just this a is pause a, for one second. Okay. So it's each genre of music. So let's say. Okay, so why <laughs> have you been sending me tropical house tunes to listen to if you do each genre of music? Now you're telling me that you're dropping every genre. Yeah. But now I hear that Rogan's like dropping some rap, so I'm just like. I mean, it's gonna that. go from raps, but it's gonna <laughs> go to like some Enya too. Like it's gonna go straight to like. I love Enya. I do too. Pretty big fan. She's definitely one of my uh, favorites. But I'm gonna be dropping each song a day for a month so let's say 30 days to 20 days whatever of each so that whole month is going to be one genre maybe just a week like i said it's subject to change on this but i'm gonna let you guys everybody listening or future listeners you guys tell me what the best song is here's the trick it's going to be the tropical house <laughs> well no here's the thing check this out no, it's a bigger no joke, plan no joke. so each at the end of 12 months and let's say 12 genres a hip-hop month uh a soundscape month, maybe a tropical month or a house month, a, a rock month or whatever, I don't know. I'm going to pick 12 genres. And you guys pick your favorite song out of the week. Mm-hmm. And then out of those four weeks, we'll have four songs out of the 30. And I'll throw away the other ones. Fuck it. I want your guys' opinions. That's what's going to make this special. Uh, so after 12 months, we're going to have the top... 40 songs top 40 right yeah we're gonna narrow that down to 12 songs 
and about six months in, I'm gonna start a crowdfunding, crowdsourcing campaign, and I want all you guys' help. And here's the here's the kicker: as far as we take the music, is as much as you want, you can be involved. Each donation is gonna earn a co-executive producer co role on my album. So after so after one year, each song per month that was voted on as the favorite creates one album. Twelve songs, uh, or three EPs of four. Each will have a video. Each with your contribution. I haven't started my crowdsourcing, but maybe this will be my pitch video. Uh, no, when you guys when you guys contribute, you'll get executive producer. Meaning that with the songs when they get placed and they're played on jukeboxes and things around, maybe not a lot of money at first or any any money that much, but you guys will have your rights. And this is the change of a new album. I'm gonna give you guys publishing on it, so you guys get rights on these songs depending on how much you contribute. So you can now say you are a music executive producer because you are helping shape Project 365 into 12 songs after a year. So I think I'll start at Christmas, right? That'd be a good idea. Christmas, gift wrap? Gift wrap? <laughs> on Christmas? Start it? Yeah. All right, I guess we put it down. Oh, yeah. This marks, marks some history. Lizzie, oh, you're getting yeah. some groundbreaking things oh, on it. You're like yeah. Barbara, you're like the black Barbara Walters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like her. I swear. <laughs> anyway, so 365's coming. There's more exciting things with that. But it's going to be up to you guys. I understand at first I'll probably get like 100 views, if that, through friends. But hopefully it grows uh, roganically. Roganically. Oh, Roganically. Organically. Did you just yeah that? You just did that on trademark. For real. You Roganically. <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> Never. No, so like, it'll be organic. And I, I want you guys to feel like you're a part of it because you are. And that's the reason I think, to answer your question and backtrack earlier, I've never released music. It's because I've been waiting for this project where I can get everybody involved and showcase all the stuff that I like to do and sift out what's good and we'll sift out what's great. We only want greatness, guys. Right. Greatness is only on this podcast. Shout out to Lewis Howe. Only greatness. If you have no vision. No vision. And no ambition. No ambition. Then you can't be on this podcast, man. If you have. <laughs> no, that was. This is like deep, right? It's like a if new style of hip hop. Did I hear Congo in the back? We're in the studio. Ambition, mm -hmm. and you have drive, and you have a vision, and you have goals. Big goals. It doesn't even have to be goals. Ooh. Like it doesn't have to be big Tell goals. Him. No, 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 no. It's not. You don't have to have goals. You have to have goals. Ooh. But you have to have, like, you have to have a drive. Because the drive, like. Ooh. What drives you? What gets you face? out of bed every yeah. morning? What, yeah. What gets you what stoked? What gets you out of bed every morning? And you know, this podcast is for everyone. And if people comment and let me know, share this, mom. Okay. Seriously, if you get out of school and let me know. Let her do what this all the time. And your ambition is. Yeah. That's awesome because people nowadays, you know, we call the Y generation the me generation or we generation we are categorized as the lazy generation we don't have drive and we don't have an ambition but if you have ambition you can get so far and we should we should prove people wrong we should prove all those people like our parents because everyone, everyone wants to prove their parents wrong but you you know you have to prove people wrong and if you have a ambition and things that you want to get to and you have goals then that should make 
things happen. It doesn't matter who you are. Be a smart generation, and I feel like if you have that goal, get to it. Like there's no, no nothing standing in your way. There's technology. There's you know school. There's so many things that we have in the palm of our hands, and we just have to like grasp it. So. That's my little... Um, that was awesome. That, <laughs> I, I couldn't have put that better myself. Yeah, that was really well said. Yeah, you and like, run with it. Because if you don't run with it, don't think that <laughs> anyone's going to make anything happen for you. Because like Rogan said, like earlier in the interview, is he doesn't know that anyone's going to take his shit and run with it and make him something. So it like he has to do it on his own. And so you have to do it on your own, no matter who you are, where you're from, what you're doing, and just run with it. And I'm here in America by myself, have nobody. Just run with it. Just have a good time. Have fun while you're at it and run with it. If, if you build it, we will come, right? Yeah. yeah 100%. Run with it. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that was that was good. But um, speaking to you, Rogan tonight has like opened so many doors in my head, and I have like a lot of things that I have to think about, and I feel like a lot of people have to think about this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, your passion's music. Your passion could be music. It can be movies. It can be porn. <laughs> So that's, that's a little sketchy, but you know, I, I get where you're going with it. I get, I get where you're you going know, with it. If you want to do <laughs> maybe what a janitor, do, um, seriously, if you want to, no, porn. if you want to do what you have to do, <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind. There you go. If you want to do what you want to do, just do yeah, it. Just do it. And just enjoy life because life is too short. Yeah. And we don't have time, guys. We just don't have time. Donald Trump's coming into power, so we don't have time. Okay, we're, <laughs> we're going to keep this a music podcast. Yes. Everything. I'm oh, just kidding. So, guys, it was so nice that everyone tuned in and listened to my first podcast. I'm super stoked on it. And if you guys want to listen to more of Rogan's music, I'll have it on my website. It is L-I-Z-B-I-Z-Podcast.com. And you can go and listen to him over there, his tunes. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a little special mix for everybody for for sticking with us this long. So yeah, he will you. he will do a good tune, a good tune for <laughs> I will us. Do a good us tune. <laughs> for next week's podcast, just listen in because I am interviewing my uncle that was in the entertainment industry, the life of Hollywood. Well, that's gonna and be interesting. Yeah, I'm getting to know him more. So tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. So I'm gonna be tuned in. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. Tune in every week to Liz. Liz. <laughs> it's not even a question. It's really cool. <laughs> Good work. And um, we're shining off. It's not stopping, Rose. Press the space bar.
love gift wrap. 